This is America Matters Media at 93.7 FM, KPGF Sun Valley, and AM 1060, KFOY Sparks, Nevada. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. The following is an America Matters Media production. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the station or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 Yeah, there's a lot of dangers out there. Here on the last full day of summer. (laughs) Where does the time go? Yes. And it's been chilly and cold. At least the rain may have washed away some of the smoke. Yeah, it rained all the way up here this morning. I uh, I think we should ask our listening audience where the time goes. Okay. Because I, I haven't been able to figure it out. So No. <laughs> if, if you know where the time goes, would you give us a call here at Talking Truth About? <laughs> well, the danger to democracy is being promoted by Dark Brandon and the, and the uh, libs who follow him. Uh, you know, as, as their want, they just rattled off the same phrase on every talk show that, you know, danger to our democracy. Came over the facts in the morning. Yes, yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. So, Brandon. And, and they keep using that word erroneously because it isn't a democracy. It isn't a, no, no, of course Actually, not. Actually, it's closer to one now than it was supposed to be, but it's, yeah. it's oh, well, not they, intended to be a democracy. When they say our democracy, they yeah. really mean their oligarchy. Yeah, that's exactly what they're referring to. Well said. Dark Brandon, he called for Congress to abolish Section 230, you know, the Internet section that uh, guarantees, uh, you know, rights of free speech, supposedly on the platform. At least that was the intention. When you say he, you mean Joseph Robinette Biden, Jr.? Joseph Robinette Biden. Okay. I didn't know if you meant him specifically. Dark Brandon. Dark Brandon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because of all the racism and hate on the Internet. You see... the Republicans want to abolish or reform Section 230 because there's too much censorship. The Democrats want to do it because there's too there's little censorship. There's not enough censorship. <laughs> That's why it's dangerous to mess with it. I'm calling on Congress to get rid of special immunity for social media companies and impose much stronger transparency requirements on all of them. Transparency, that's that's the last thing. Yeah, they, they don't want, want that. No. This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. (laughs) Then he's creating, or he has a $1 billion investment pledged by a group of philanthropists that the Democrats are calling the New Pluralists. The New Pluralists? The New Pluralists. Oh, that's That's a nice name for them, isn't it? Yeah, and then uh, they're they're going to support a 10-year effort to build a culture of respect, belonging, and collaboration in communities and organizations around America. Does the Ministry for Truth know this? Yeah. 
That's right. That's the slogan <laughs> right on their wall. I guess. Well, you know, the court rejected that Section 230 immunity from the state uh, this this past week. The Fifth uh, District Court. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's the District Court. Yeah. Uh, no, no. I'm sorry. It was I the, thought it was, it was the court. appeals court. You're right. It was the Fifth Circuit Appeals Court, and they uh, said that uh, there is no First Amendment right to censor. I think was the biggest quote that I got out mm -hmm. of it. So slapping... We choose truth over facts. <laughs> <laughs> slapping Zuckerberg's face. Yeah. So, um, and he should be slapped. I think uh, Elon got excited over yeah. that decision too. <laughs> Uh, and when he wasn't busy uh, calling for more censorship against the uh, terrible hate of the MAGA crowd, yeah, he also addressed the Hispanic Congressional Caucus and said to them, after noting that Hispanics make up 28% of public school students, he congratulated the Latino politicians. Y'all are going to run the country, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> doing that pretty well too yeah. i like it <laughs> we all but you know i don't know why he said that because we all know the great replacement theory is just a conspiracy theory you know made up by some right-wing fanatics yeah semi-fascist neo-nazi semi-fascist like yeah. ourselves like <laughs> <laughs> and then uh Brandon put on his, his physician's hat. Yeah, because he's really good at that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, well, he, like he said, he served as a medic during the great flu of 1918. He's done it all, this He was guy. right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just nothing he hasn't done. <laughs> <laughs> Been in the Senate for, what, 140 years, he said? <laughs> that's right, that's right. He said that this week, didn't he? Yeah, 170 years or something. Yeah. So, uh, Yes. Uh, so <laughs> even though he declared the pandemic is over, which got uh, a lot of people kind of upset. Um, yeah, but it took a lot of the people in the administration by surprise. Yes, they didn't realize it. They was didn't over. realize it. The Surgeon General, you know, that Indian guy, whatever uh -huh. his name is, he yeah. was he was taken aback. Yeah, he was. He was <laughs> right out there, wasn't he? Right. He came out of his office just like that. He said, no, no, no. 400 people die every day from COVID-19. That's pretty Very good. serious. Very serious indeed. Were you, are you a linguist? I mean, come on, <laughs> let's be. <laughs> and, you know, and coincidentally, uh, Pfizer, Moderna, and other pharmaceutical stocks plummeted before the Surgeon General stepped Well, you know, forward. the reality is the markets made the decision. It is over. Right. And, <laughs> and Biden was just speaking off, you know, script there. Yes. Uh, but it caught the establishment by surprise because they're still trying to sell vaccines. Uh, sure they are. That's all it yeah. is. Uh, you know, they have to keep those royalties coming in for yeah. Dr. Fauci and the others. Uh, it's all the about top. the pharmaceutical industry. Right. And then uh, Biden also got in hot water for saying that uh, the U.S. would intervene militarily if China attacks Taiwan. Boy, that got his staff scurrying around, making appearances. That's turning establishment over in their graves, actually, because it's been a one-China policy for, you know, 40, 50 years. Right. It's just not, <laughs> it's not getting through to Biden. <laughs> President Xi said, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Said, uh, if, uh, if we did that, he could blockade Taiwan. So he's, he's going to, we'll, uh, he'll up us one. He'll raise our... Uh, Declaration of support and an upest one with a blockade. Mm -hmm. So.
So, we're back in a few. But what I wanted to say before we went to a commercial break is the Fed has risen the short term payments by 75 basis days. That was our vice president, <laughs> Kamala. She's her- hilarious, isn't yes, she? Yes, she is. No matter what she's talking about, whenever she opens her trap, uh-huh. she's funny. So um, she claims that the border is secure even on the same day. I think they announced that 2 million, a new record, illegal immigrants have crossed the border. Well, the Fox News Channel is covering all the time. Right. Them wa- walking across the border. We have a secure border uh-huh. and, and so we can see it for ourselves so right. our own lying eyes are suspect to these people apparently right. uh, so. you know there are reporters going up and down the lines talking to people and uh, drones everywhere yeah <laughs> uh, fentanyl everywhere yeah, fentanyl everywhere it's secure yeah. it's, it's secure border secure <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything. I, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. And of course, this week we had the uh, hilarious political stunt, but a quite a pretty, quite, quite a good stunt, as the governors of Florida and Texas continued to uh, bus immigrants into northern blue state sanctuary cities. The biggest. Uh, one that got the most media attention was when Florida Governor DeSantis sent 50 immigrants off to one of the wealthiest enclaves of liberalism, the place where Barack Obama has a eight-room or 18-room mansion, Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. It's an island. Yes, it it, is. It's vulnerable to all that flooding, you know, <laughs> once the polar caps melt. <laughs> <laughs> there won't be anything left of that yeah. <laughs> once those polar caps melt. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, we know they're going to melt any day now. But, uh-huh. but, of course, you know, this wealthy community, its the summer season is over. At least 60% of the uh, homes are vacant or rentals are vacant. There's no room for them. There's no room, though, you know. So, you know, they brought signs out to the airport. Uh, <laughs> they sent them off saying, two or more, you know, we love you, and, and all that. And, but all they did was give them a couple of bologna sandwiches, a Coke. And, and then put them on a, on and a, put them on a, on a bus. Yeah, to a, <laughs> to a military Get them out of here. What the hell were they thinking? We did it, Joe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, you did it. Yep. We did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The spectacle of this. But, you know, the liberals, uh, they know that, you know, you have to be cruel to be kind. Oh, know? is that what it is? Yeah, you do. Oh, okay. you, you have to. Yeah. 
No. All right. Well, that's. Uh, but you do have to be cruel to be kind. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You have to. In order to be kind to immigrants, you have to cruelly keep them in these backwater states awaiting children in cages. You gotta be cruel to be kind Yeah, it just means we love them. That's, that's what it all, means. That's, yeah. that's the way nature does things. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, I still love the phrase humanitarians with the guillotine. You know, they that's the way they work. They Every time they get involved trying to help people, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's Reagan said it best, you know, hey, I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. You know, get away. <laughs> so... They want to get all these uh, migrants into the country under a flawed system where they, if they apply for asylum, they have to be here until they're adjudicated, but they can't legally work until they're adjudicated. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <Yeah. laughs> so they're all going to be working off the books. Or... Well, maybe that's why Martha's Vineyard didn't want them there. Nope. Because they couldn't put them to work. Right. They, I'm they, sure that's what it was. Yeah, they, they weren't legal. And, you know, rich liberals <laughs> never hire illegal nannies no. or anything like that. That never no. happens. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, so uh, we had uh, – so this is, this is really getting so much cover. This is – Coverage. Even if it's yeah, yeah. coverage. Yeah. Even, even if it is a stunt, it's it's a brilliant stunt. Well, it's a brilliant stunt. Yeah. And it really shows, you know, the hypocrisy and double standards. I, I don't have anything. 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 I heard there was another load of them on their way to Delaware, just down the oh, beach yeah, from just down the beach from uh, Joe from Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. <laughs> the big guy. Yeah. <laughs> what i heard <laughs> they probably got the faa involved with that so they couldn't land you know that's what i'm thinking they didn't have the element of surprise anymore right. that kind of thing that could be yeah, yeah. the bus them in then they'll be away well there's a sure. will there's a way we can get can't them in there put up a roadblock no absolutely not. gotta let them in yep so Uh, you know, the mayor of Chicago, she was also very upset. You know, they say all Lightfoot? Kinds of, yeah, there's all kinds of nasty things being said about these red state governors. It's uh, amazing to see their reaction. And uh, they're claiming that they were uh, kidnapped or or they're, they're going to be sued because they weren't told, given ad- ad- adequate uh, foreknowledge of where they were going. Well, there's a class action lawsuit apparently in the works, right? Yeah, I think so, yes. From, uh, you know, some attorney that's gathered them up. But they, they signed release forms. Exactly. So what do they have on I don't. I don't think they have nothing. I don't think it's another nothing burger, I think. Yeah. You know? That's all they got. This is what desperation looks like. Yes. Well, we have uh, someone else in the news. We do? Yeah, there was uh, another shakeup at CNN. I did. Stop it. I was not demoted. None of that. <laughs> Don Lamont. 
claims he was not demoted when he was he had he said I had a contract for the late night show but when the new president came to me and said we want you to spearhead this morning show where mm -hmm. you have to get up at three in the morning every day because morning drive time is really important yeah. <laughs> this is CNN he said I jumped on the opportunity to take this journey with our new CEO yeah, right. so stop it I was not demoted none of that none of that So, so he went from his late night show, which no one watched, to his AM morning show, which no one watches. And they've been trying to fix that turkey for years. Then uh, Lamone was also in the news when he started talking to a British journalist about the Queen's funeral. And he tried to bring up the uh, colonialism angle. Yes. Wasn't that magnificent? <laughs> but I'll bet you the majority of... His listeners, never mind him, I'm sure he didn't know it either. No. He's clearly an idiot. But I think the listeners are unaware that that's how slavery ended in the yes. in the empire, the colonial empire of Great Britain. They yes. just bought the slaves. That they, never occurred to Lincoln. No. <laughs> you can buy the slaves? <laughs> no, you we can... have to spill blood yeah. of human beings to the uh -huh. tune of 650,000 in order to end slavery here. But the British just threw money at the problem. Right, exactly. And uh, you have to give them credit. I mean, slave, <laughs> slavery has been around since the Bible, as Bill Maher pointed out. The Bible yeah. is a handbook. It's still for, around today. For slavery. <laughs> we don't hear of it, but it's there. Yeah. It's in places like Libya that we caused. And south of the border. Yeah. <laughs> Our border. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so he... Uh, tried to get this British journalist to agree with him that the British royalty should pay reparations to for slavery. Yeah, but it was feckless. It yeah. just, you know, his response was just, oh, my God, is, did she say that? Yeah. Know, how do I respond to that? And she, she stared to him and she told them the truth that... Uh, oh, hell no! <laughs> she told them the truth that, in fact, if you're going to get reparations, you should go to the source because the African slave traders and the Arabs, he didn't mention the Arabs, but there were Arabs, Africans, and Jews. Let's not forget our yep. people. Say what? We haven't forgotten them. <laughs> they were the <laughs> ones that trafficked, uh, paid the uh, African tribes or got involved with them to bring the slaves to the coasts uh, where the uh, the British and French and, and Portuguese and these other uh, you know Europeans would purchase them to bring to the New World. Nor did she mention uh, white slavery. Yeah. We did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if anybody should pay reparations, it's um, the uh, the Woman King. Is that the new movie? The Woman King? Yeah. Do you ever see that? Uh-uh. It's, it's, you know me. I see all the movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just coming out. It's about the, supposedly about the Dahomey tribe in Africa, and it claims that they had Amazons as their primary warriors, female warriors, you know, mm -hmm. they could take it to any man, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, the... What would they call that? Uh, a role reversal? <laughs> <laughs> the, the only problem is that uh, they may have had some female warriors, but they weren't the, you know, the royal guard or the primary guardians, but the fact is that 
to the Homie tribe. There's good in the movie. There's a lot of talk about freedom and freedom for us, but they were actually some of the biggest slavers. Jim Gibson, uh, a loyal listener, uh, has asked the question: Russia wins. Will it be called fake news? <laughs> since the announcement at 11 o'clock, 11 o'clock Pacific. The uh, industrial averages? The Dow Jones, the S&P, yeah. they're all down about 1%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, well, I think... That'll they, take care of it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we've got to crash the uh, stock market, crash the economy, uh, and uh, cause more in, unemployment. In but, order to stave off inflation. Yeah. This well, is genius. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go back to some sort of a, a metric that disallows, proscribes the ability to inflate? Can we do that? Is there a way to do that? Like with a precious metal or something like that? Yeah, is that, nope. is that possible? Yeah, I think they, we used to have something like that. <laughs> Did we? Yeah, I think so. Well, I, I think it's even kind of mentioned in the Constitution. Oh, okay. But uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, they say that... Um, that's the progressive way, you know, that these experts is that monetary? using their charts and their computer models, you know, uh -huh. just like global warming. I see. Projections. Yeah, they, they have they have these models, and, of course, the models are always correct, uh -huh. and uh, they can figure out, the, you know, to the nth degree. Well, that's because we're so modern, see? Yes. And we do all these modern things, like modern monetary theory and projections. Oh, and, yeah. You know, this is the kind of thing that results from that kind of modernity yeah i wonder how that modern modern monetary theory is <laughs> How's that working, working out yeah, yeah. <laughs> i haven't heard too much about it lately well we should ask uh who's the guy from the new york times that's always wrong about that krugman krugman yeah, yeah. Paul krugman. has he ever been right about anything never no he's no, never right no. Let's, let's give him a call brian can you get him <laughs> on the phone let's see if we can get him on the phone. <laughs> By the way, no one's called in on my uh, urgency to find out what happened to the time. Summer, yeah. Summer's gone. Where does the it last, go? Where yeah, did it nobody go? Nobody knows where the time goes. I ask everybody because I can't figure that out. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, the uh, let's go to the European Union, our cousins across the lake. Okay. Uh, Ursula von der Leyen, mm -hmm. talking Jeez. about repeating the same policy <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> She said, we have to flatten the curve. She's very good. Yeah. The this time, it's not the uh, hospital admissions or the hospital curve. It's the energy curve. She knows these things. Yeah. So we have to tell people how hot and how cold they have to live uh -huh. from now on. Now, I think it was Switzerland that suggested that we all shower together. That'll save money. <laughs> okay. That was that, announced that, this week. That should be a that's South serious Park. policy. That's a, that sounds like a South Park yeah. solution. <laughs> So grab somebody off the street if necessary. Yes. 
uh, because somebody in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, that's Whatever, I'll do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and just shower together. <laughs> Some people charge to come over to your hotel room and shower with you. You know that? I've heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Brian says no. <laughs> okay. And uh, while she was uh, trying to flatten the curve, the EU voted that Hungary is an electoral autocracy. It's no longer a democracy. Mm -hmm. That's that word again. So they're going to cut funding. Yeah, they're, I, I, they're gone. Yeah, they're as good as gone. Yeah, <laughs> and he'll just get his oil from Putin. That's that's he's already he has that's got all a long-term contract. Yeah, I mean, what's he going to do? They forced him into the into Putin's hands. Yeah, so hung, Hungarians will be warm this winter. Yeah, that's right. They've done him a favor. <laughs> it's the Russian playbook. This is right out of the Russian playbook. <laughs> oh man, if you give him enough power uh, and enough um, uh, elitist control, I think uh, he'll take over Europe. You know, he'll have Europe right where he wants them. Well, yeah, because you know that's because he's playing cat and mouse with them, and he's he's playing three dimensional chess, maybe five dimensional. Is it five dimensional? And they're all playing checkers, yeah. you know. <laughs> so they're going to withhold the money from Hungary. Bulgaria elected a more pro-Russian parliament. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to end sanctions already, but they're forming a little block with Bulgaria, Hungary. And Italy, they're all uh, being uh, quite opposed their own to little, the sanctions. Their own little union? Yes. <laughs> it's a big club. It's a union within a union? You ain't in it. <laughs> <laughs> a little union within the European Union. Yeah. Yes. So you can see where this is going. Uh -huh. It's just falling apart. Exactly. When that, and the cold hasn't even hit yet. Yeah. You know? Exactly. <laughs> And, uh, you know, Pope Francis, I, do, I don't always agree with Pope Francis. I've heard of him. But he's based. You know, he came out and said once again that uh, Putin is right. He even said, and I could be wrong, but this is what I read. He said Putin's invasion was an act of love to protect the people of the Donbass from being destroyed. Has and the planet gone mad? <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear it described that way, but he did acknowledge that Putin was being poked. Right. That he, was he acknowledged the, that was a few weeks ago when he said yeah. that uh, uh, NATO's dogs have been barking at Putin's yeah, front door. That's right. Yeah. But now he elaborated on that. I see. And, mm -hmm. You know, he's he's the Pope of the Catholic Church. He probably well, he knows something know these about things. just war theory, which yeah. is primarily a Catholic invention. So, <laughs> <laughs> because you know, in medieval days, they had to figure out what the rules of warfare and so uh are we the body <laughs> <laughs> according to the pope we are yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know sean hannity he, i know he's got his uh, pins all over him cia and how catholic is yeah hannity he's very his... catholic but <laughs> he never mentions uh, the anti-war policy of the church amazing there's a lot of things he doesn't talk about no <laughs> but you know jesse waters is very good yes he is his that program is just I'd, I'd pay for that. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd actually pay for that. It's a brilliant show. You know, he comes from uh, O'Reilly. That's where he comes from. Yes, he got his start doing The Man on the Street yeah, with O'Reilly. It's a right? brilliant, 
brilliant segment. Yeah. It's Water's World. Yeah. <laughs> this is CNN. And that's why CNN has had to come around re- re- recently in that format because they have to change. Yeah. He's, there, there's no room for that for CN for MSNBC and CNN in that you know demographic. There's, there's not that many people, so they've got to change. Yeah. You know the the daytime people at Fox are. Well, Greg Gutfeld is is coming. Gutfeld is very good. He's he's actually taking over late night. Yeah, he's he's the number one show in late night. Amazing. Yeah. He came out against the Iraq War recently. He's come out against the war on drugs several times. He was slow to come around to Trump. He admits that. You know, uh, back when he started this program several years ago, I sent him an email. Did you? Because he had that uh, that priest from across the street at St. Patrick's Cathedral. Uh-huh. He was always having him on the show, and I sent him a blunt email. I said, lose the priest. You got, <laughs> you got a great show starting there, but lose the priest. And you know what? I don't think he's ever been back on. So he took the advice. Well, he, he knows you, Lee, and he knows Well, I mean, he didn't, he didn't acknowledge, but that's what happened, you know. Well. I like to think that, you know, it had that effect because it, there was no value to having him on that show. And I think That's he right. understood it. You know, so. And then before that was Red Eye. Yeah, that was Red actually Eye? that was actually a great show. I like that. Yeah, show. yeah. it was uh, quite libertarian and and mm-hmm. uh, and often funny. I think they should bring that back. Actually, right, right. So uh, the late night on Fox is uh, pretty darn <laughs> good when you take in Tucker. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit of a drop off after that, especially with Hannity. But then uh, between Waters and Tucker, it's it's kicking. Well, you could do worse than Hannity or Ingram, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, it's Ingram. Yeah, Hannity is just too statist at times. Yeah. I, I mean, he's a he's a pit bull. He goes after the Democrats, mm-hmm. but he's he he's he's like most. Uh, so there's just certain things he can't touch or won't touch. Right. And that's what we're noticing. Right. You know, yeah. we're, we're discussing here. And uh, so, speaking of world leaders, I think we, we have to devote a little bit of time to Vladimir Vladimir. I can't say that. Vladimir. Vladimir Vladimirovich. It's the Russian playbook. This is right out of the Russian playbook. <laughs> you know, there was they held that uh, Shanghai Cooperation Organization uh, major meeting. Yes. And, they you know, sure despite a, a recent bout of Parkinson's disease, numerous heart attacks and strokes mm. since February 24th, Putin stood upright without a podium and answered questions put to him by various media he after what, the event. He wasn't shaking or anything? No, his okay. head wasn't shaking or anything, no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was... Oh, <laughs> hell no! I thought he had something going on with his leg. Remember I saw that video where yeah. his leg was shaking? <laughs> I think that came from uh, from the Ukraine. I think that's what she <laughs> Well, this was really a pretty important uh, conference here uh, because uh, they, Putin and Z came together, and uh, the Western press is trying to say there was conflict between them, but I didn't see it. They they came and this Shanghai cooperation organization is growing bigger and bigger and uh, it now ha- contains 25 uh, half of the population on the globe and 25% of the world gross domestic product hmm. 
And Shut up and take my money. <laughs> so roughly two thirds of the planet is basically right. And it's uh, growing. Is that what they mean? Were they t talking about the liberal world order? Is that what they're referring no, to? No, that I don't think they're part of the liberal <laughs> world order. <They're... laughs> I, I get think... that confused. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're in the preservation business. Well, here's more of a Fed news. The Atlanta Fed has announced that the third quarter growth this third quarter, the one we're in now, will be negative. So we've got three consecutive quarters. Working hard, yes. He's he's done an excellent job today, getting all the little sound effects we like to sprinkle in here. Last week's show was great too. Yes, he did a great job last week. So, do you know uh, the great peacemaker, Nancy Pelosi? I'm sorry, did you say pacemaker? Peacemaker. Oh, peacemaker. <laughs> she probably has a pacemaker, but the peacemaker, she traveled overseas again to bring peace and joy to the world. Oh, but she does a great job. I know. So she visited Armenia, trying to get Armenia to leave the uh, Eurasian Security Organization. That's and, a flashpoint there. Yeah. and That's Serious uh, stuff. While she was over there, she uh, did get uh, some of these countries in the region to back off uh, accepting Russia's uh, credit card, the MIR, M-I-R credit card, which is Russia's alternative to uh, the MasterCard and Visa system. So at least two Turkish banks, Armenian banks, Vietnamese, I think, and a couple of other countries announced they would not use the Russian credit card due to threats of American sanctions. So, you know, she has a great way of uh, bringing people together. She endears people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were talking about the Shanghai Association. India is the president of the association this year. So once again, India and China are cooperating. You know, they're pulling a lot of their troops off the contested border areas. India and China are. Mm -hmm. So they're they're deciding they're a bigger fish to fry. Than so peace is breaking other. out there. Peace is breaking out. Yeah. But, you know, Nancy will have a say about that, I'm sure. <laughs> America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. Uh -huh. I was going to put him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I keep trying to put that word together every time we use that clip, and I can't figure that out. Of course, the biggest news in foreign policy was the uh, announcement uh, by Vladimir Putin about the uh, new uh, approach to the war in Ukraine that Russia is taking. That it's, uh, and this is. Uh, going to upset a lot of people and i'm sure ukraine will try to use violence because they already have to try to stop well, that's it. how we got into this yeah yeah but the uh the idea now is to have the two uh 
babies, the two new babies, uh, mm-hmm. Donetsk and Luhansk. Right. And also... Referendums. And yeah, and also the two oblasts that are on the bridge to Crimea from those uh, from Donetsk. In other words, uh, the one is called Zaporozhye and the other one is Kherson. And uh, they're going to vote on whether they want to join the Russian Federation. But of course, it's a sham vote. You know, they... They're really being forced to go to the polls, and there'll only be one choice. They won't be able to say no. So we know it's all a sham, but mm-hmm. nevertheless, they're going to do it. In fact, they're probably going to start on Friday, start voting. Yeah, I hear it's supposed to be Friday. Mm-hmm. Say what? And it sets up what we talked about last week, right. which was sort of a, a you know, an effort on their part to restart that side of the of the country you know start the conflict to go over again in that part of the country whether or not it's tactical nuclear weapons or otherwise right i don't i you know that that was blown out of proportion because they always leave out he said if yeah the russian territory is uh, attacked then we reserve all means to defend it which means includes nuclear weapons but russia was really saying that the europeans were the ones that were talking about nuclear weapons, and mm-hmm. the, and it was the Ukraine that was attacking the nuclear power plant that could have caused a meltdown. But I, I do believe this was a tactical retreat on their part, for a much broader war. I think that's what Putin is doing here. You're oh, a lying you dog-faced pony soldier. You mean when he retreated from Kharkov? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that was a tactical retreat. Mm-hmm. They're trying to blow it up into a great victory. They, they lost very few troops and they did leave behind a few too many uh military equipment and ammunition but not not excessive it was a tactical retreat ukraine knows how to control that narrative you know they're very good at that. yeah that's that's what they do better than they do anything you know (laughs) tactics and strategy yeah so uh it's the russian playbook this is right out of the russian playbook (laughs) so if uh, President Putin announced that he was going to mobilize 300,000 Russian troops. So it's a partial mobilization. Russia could mobilize over a million troops. If they're they they're even attracting to. mercenaries, as we were yeah. discussing before the show started. Yeah. Right. They will offer uh, foreign fighters who volunteer to join, and they set up a special office to facilitate this. Uh, they will offer them Russian citizenship after one year of service. And uh, so... What a deal, huh? Yeah. If you survive it, yeah. <laughs> you can become a citizen. Well, if you're a foreign mercenary and you're joining up with the... You Depends might, on where you're from, yeah. You might expect to be on the front. Yeah, just maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be joining the Chechens and the Wagner Group. Oh, hell no! <laughs> So uh, Ramzan Kardiyev will gladly welcome you as part of his irregular force. And they probably will. Like I say, there are a lot of people that appreciate what Russia did in Syria. And there, there will be Syrian volunteers. There will be some Hezbollah people, I'm sure, uh, and people from uh, that are friend- countries that are friendly to Russia or sure. grateful to Russia. So yeah. they should get quite a few. But anyway, they're going to get 300,000 reservists. These are only people with that were formerly in the military and that are already trained with skills that can be utilized in the eastern Ukraine conflict. 
so uh, and they will be retrained so they won't be ready right away they'll probably be ready by the spring i'm sure a trans girl is a girl <laughs> i don't know if they're recruiting trans girls well. no. <laughs> not like our army <laughs> <laughs> yeah not like we do no i don't i didn't say anything about free sex change surgery no, you didn't. if you're in for a year no nope. <laughs> you did not <laughs> yep so uh then there are other laws that were passed. In, in case war is declared, they, the Russians will lose uh, some freedoms, like conscientious objections will be imprisoned. But we do that, too, for the most part. And uh, so anyway, what this will do is, in conjunction with the referendum, if the referendums pass, and I'm not talking about cooking the books on the boat. I'm talking about the fact that the majority of people there are Russian, ethnic Russians, and uh, would probably want to join the Russian Federation. But uh, it will, the war will change. Instead of the militia, believe it or not, the militia have been doing the primary fighting with support from the Russians in the Donbass, at least. Now, maybe in these other regions, it's primarily Russian troops, like in the south, Kherson and so on. But in the Donbass, it's the Donetsk People's Republic and the Luhansk People's Republic militias, along with the Chechens, who like just like to fight. But, <laughs> but, but they've, been the ones, <laughs> they've been the ones doing the primary uh, lifting there. And uh, the Russians are in charge of the Air Force, of course, the artillery and mm. intelligence. Didn't he pull his submarine fl fleet out of the Black Sea? Did I see that this week? Russia did? Yeah. I didn't. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I thought that was an awfully peculiar move. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and then this will be Russian territory. So if it, any, uh, the military then will be under the direct command and control of the Russian defense uh, department. General Sh Shogu is in charge. So any attack on the Donbass will then be an attack on Russia itself. I'm not saying that they're going to... Uh... Oh, yeah, that sets it up Yeah, pretty nicely. <laughs> Can you say three? You know, the, you know the thing. So the West is going to have to decide. Are they going to escalate? I think they've already decided. Yeah. Are they going to... How much more uh, money do we have to throw at that problem? Yeah. Are they going to finally back off a little bit? I would, it remains to be seen, but... And it'll probably be uh, what what comes out of the spring. If there's no uh, settlement before then, we're going to see a whole new phase of the war. Well, what he uh, said last week was that this is a prologue mm -hmm. to World War Three. That's what he's describing it we're as. Changing people's lives. <laughs> yeah. They need an excuse to well, sit down at the table. I don't think nothing I ever, does that like war. <laughs> there's a, a quote attributed to none other than Fidel Castro. Oh, I, really? Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned this. Justin before. Trudeau's father? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Fidel is, is, a, is said to have said that um, World War Three will be fought in Europe between Europe and Russia. Only uh, the European... No, he said between fascism and Russia. I, he was assuming that Russia would still be communist, I guess. 
But he said World they, War III. They throw the word fascism around quite yeah. easily these days. <laughs> so Fidel said that World War III will be between fascism and Russia, but fascism will come under the guise of democracy. Was it Einstein that said that World War III will be fought with sticks and stones? <laughs> Trump has, is warning that the conflict in Ukraine could start World War III. I, I think that's where we're going. when you're expecting a teenager learning the lingo today i'm going to help parents translate teen slang 